This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. Friday morning, the 9th of July. Good morning. With much debate and discussion from now till 11am, this is Michael Reed on LMFM. Last night, Sinn Féin asked the Dáil to invest the proceeds of crime back into the local communities. The money was made by drugs, gangs and the like. The Minister for Justice did not attend. The Minister of State for Justice did not attend. No senior minister was present, but... The junior minister for education was put forward to tell TDs that the government doesn't intend to put drug money seized by Gardaí directly back into the communities where the drugs were being sold. Hildegard Nocton said money seized would go into a community safety innovation fund. This funding is expected to operate in a similar manner to that successfully used at present around dormant accounts funding, which operates on the basis of rolling plans and and allocation for specific purposes, making it clear how the extra resources are being targeted and ensuring accountability. Hildegard Nocton. Rory O'Muraku is one of the sponsors of the Sinn Féin bill. This is a simple first step that can make a huge difference. We take the money from the drug dealers that have done huge harm to our communities and we put it into projects that make life better in those particular communities. So that's what Sinn Féin is proposing, simple and straightforward, but while government didn't oppose this bill you'd have to think the government doesn't really have any interest in it at all. It isn't practical or appropriate to directly link project budgets to such seizures. Such a direct link would not provide any certainty for projects or allow them to take any sort of long-term view on their work. Whereas the approach being taken by government will provide certainty and funding to local communities. Accordingly, as agreed with Minister McGrath, the allocation to the fund will be made taking a longer-term view, reflecting the revenue that is returned from the proceeds of crime. That's the Junior Minister for Education, Hildegard Nocton. Let's talk to Rory O'Murrico, Sinn Féin TD for Loud and East Mead. Also with us on the line, Fergus O'Dowd, Fine Gael TD for Loud and East Mead. Good morning to both of you and thank you indeed for joining us on the programme today. Rory O'Murko, I think uh, the Count Corla last night uh, described the time that the debate was taking place at as the graveyard shift. 
Uh, it seems yeah. it seems as though it was uh, probably pointless. Uh, all of the TDs staying in Leinster House uh, so late, or some of the TDs staying in Leinster House, uh, to put it more accurately, so late. Uh, given uh, the government's uh, approach to all of this, and it seems as though uh, you're set to waste even more time on it, given that the government hasn't opposed it. Yeah, and there is a policy of government not to oppose, uh, and that doesn't necessarily mean mm. supporting, and, and that's happened across the board. They'll just let you up. keep talking, but nobody's listening, in other words. Well, there's an element in relation to some issues. Now, the only thing I would say, um, that in, in fairness to, to Minister Nocton, what she did say is, you know, she, they were open to a conversation. We do know this Community Safety Innovation Fund was basically proposed in around the same time that we published this legislation originally. I've spoken to Minister McEntee in relation to this issue, mm. I, as you have yourself, you're aware of. It was a long time coming. Last April it was published, uh, I think, uh, and pretty much in line uh, with uh, the imminent publication of the Guerin report in May. Yes, no, 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 completely. Mm. And, and like a lot of things, uh, see if we talk about the whole right, drug pandemic scenario and we talk about funding in relation to community organisations, mm. We've spoken how little funding, let's say, the Northeast Regional Drug Task Force gets. We're aware of certain organisations that are literally struggling for funding. If we talk about the Family Addiction Support Network, which I mentioned last night, we're talking about they're surviving on the basis of uh, volunteerism. And, and that's not sustainable. Yeah. And, and that's before we get into the whole conversation. And maybe that government fund will be rebalanced uh, because of uh, the problems that are specific to the Drogheda area and the Dundalk area, it's allowed in general, I think. Yeah, no, look here, it's, it's, it's straightforward. Like, see, in relation to the Gearn report, we, we all welcomed it. I, I myself spoke with Vivian Gearn, and myself and Deputy Imelda Munster and, and a number of other deputies, uh, you know, and representatives uh, throughout the area would have also met with a number of officials following it. But there's 70 actions, and as much as we welcomed the news yesterday in relation to the implementation board and the involvement of the LMATB and everything, I, I suppose it's about seeing, what is it, 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 it it's seeing the colour of the government's money in relation mm. to this. It's seeing these, ena- these actions enacted. We all remember what it was like three years ago, and down to huge work that was mm. done by many community organisations. And the huge work that's been Gard- done since by the Gardaí, and your argument oh. is the same as the Chief Superintendent's argument, that if the money is seized in Drogheda, or if the money is seized in Dundalk, then the money could go back into services in Drogheda or in Dundalk. Well, see, in relation to that, I accept there's an argument it needs to be seized and it needs to go back into those communities and we need to sh- ensure that there's an auditing system that determines that. And I, I did go back when the minister spoke about, you know, we couldn't have funding programmes linked to uh, our projects, linked to money that we're not sure on in relation to we never know how much money our assets are going to be seized and that there's an element of due diligence legally and whatever in relation to how long it takes government to actually seize those monies. But we said we're talking about additional monies here and we're also accepting that when we talk about youth services, we talk about youth diversion projects, we talk about uh, addiction services, we even talk about dual diagnosis. Here, we don't have some of these services, and any that we do have are completely underfunded. Mm. So this has to be additional money. And I said, this isn't, this won't sort out the drug problem. It's an element of natural justice mm. that these commu- that these uh, organisations, these drug dealers, that they hurt our communities, and we put it back in. And as much as we welcome the whole idea of these community safety partnerships, which looks like more of uh, what we've looked for for many years, of a multi-agency approach to dealing with, you know, crime in general, and it involves the HSE 
and, and other agencies rather than just, let's say, elected reps and the guards and, and very few members of the, the community. Mm. We have to see how this all works out. We have to see timelines and plans. We know there's a couple of pilot projects that are being operated, but we, we have a history in the state of operating pilot projects that never go anywhere. Like there are projects being operated at the minute in relation to diverting young people away okay. from serious crime. Okay. But, we need that not just to be operated in one, two or three areas across mm. this state. We need it everywhere because okay, we all know the issues we're dealing with. All and right. that's before you're I ta- You're talking about the broader picture and uh, we'll come yes. back to some of those issues in a moment. Fergus o- O'Dowd, though, do you think uh, that the government needs to open its mind a little bit more in relation to the money that is seized by Gardaí from these drugs gangs and where that money is invested? I think absolutely that money, there's no difference between what's Rory is saying what the government are saying at all. Uh, the fact is that the government are absolutely committed that the proceeds of crime are invested back in the community. The issue is, Michael, it's a practical issue that when the money is seized or the assets, they can be held for up to seven years uh, and they can be challenged as to whether they're being seized properly or not. Mm. So you have a seven-year gap between, say, the $28 million that was seized last year uh, and it's, it's coming back into the state funding. But there's also another so that, difference that sorry, the yeah, money seized sorry, in Drogheda could go to Kildare or could go to Cork. Of course it could. Of course yeah, it could. So, so, so that's, I mean, that's uh, the significant well, well, I, I, I just want to explain the issue to yeah. your listeners, uh, that the government are fully committed to that. And what the minister is saying is that the Community Safety Innovation Fund, which has been agreed with the Minister for Public Expenditure, Michael McGrath, that will be in the budget this year and there will be an annual amount going into that which communities bid for. Mm. And you will have communities like Moneymore or like Rathmullen or whatever. Yeah, but it could also it, fund the... Ta- Michael, I want to try and explain this because I think this is... Well, I want to help you explain it. It could also no, go... It well, could, think, but it could also, it also could go to fund a, a tennis court in Spiddle to divert young people in Spiddle from Michael, taking uh, up drugs. Uh, you're allowed to always speak uninterrupted for a while there, and I would ask you, let me just explain it, please, if you don't mind. Okay. That's what you asked me to come on your show, yeah, yeah, to, to yeah. make my point. So I please, know, I was hoping that we could have a conversation about it, for God's well, well, sake. Well, that's what I'm I trying did. to do, but uh, Michael, you know, we go into this situation many times, and again, uh, you asked me to come on your show, I want to explain that the community want to make a speech. Okay, have you got is, a... coming, is coming from hmm. the proceeds of crime, and it will be given to the areas. Now, the whole point is these community uh, bodies will be in Drada and Drada will bid for its funding. Mm. And to pretend otherwise that it's going over to a tennis court in Valley the Hub isn't true. Uh, and secondly, the, the, the government is very clear on what it wants to happen. It has listened to the community in Drada. And that's why we have the Bureau report and we have the implementation board chairman, a Drada man, appointed yesterday. Uh, to make sure that the money does come to Drogheda and that the 70 points uh, which were identified across policing and drugs, family support, children's services, uh, mm. employment, business, enterprise, community development, sport facilities. Is that important? Is that important? hugely important. Is it? I, I don't know. I'm, I, I thought it was you important. But no, I thought, I thought it was really important. No, can I just make the point? I thought it was really, really important yesterday. Yes. Um, sure, I, I'm just wondering this morning, is it? Does it, does it matter? I mean, we, well, I just wonder, does it? Because we called the Minister for Justice yesterday. She hasn't even returned her call. 
and 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 the, and and the people that you talk and the people that you talk about sorry sorry the people that you talk about uh, that have been uh, appointed uh, who are they do we know anything about them we know there's a civil servant and a teacher or is it two teachers uh, one of whom is a civil servant well I wouldn't sneer anybody I'm not sneering anybody but but but, but we haven't we haven't we haven't been given the opportunity as the station that has been impacted most by the, uh, the, the the incidents that led to the Gear report, we've been snubbed by the minister. They haven't even bothered to return our call to say that she's busy doing something else. Okay, the first time, okay, thank you. The first time I became aware that you were looking for the minister was this morning at eight forty from the person on your staff. Am I under? Well, I'm not holding you responsible. Hold on a second, now, Michael. Uh, uh, You're attacking me. No, no, I'm not. Minister, now returning call to oh, you. I'm, I'm not. telling you. Hold on a second. But I'm not Ferguson. No, 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 don't take this, don't, don't, don't take this personally. I'm just saying that I... I'm not I... taking it personally. I'm telling you that I became aware this morning at 8.40 a.m. Oh, yeah, no, but just... That you didn't get a call back. And I undertook, hold on a second, oh. to get in touch immediately. Oh, very good. That is after you show mm. with the minister. Yeah. And I told, and I told... Yeah the party staff, that the minister is in the constituency yeah. on Monday right, yeah. and that the Taoiseach is in the constituency yeah. on mm, Monday mm, and that the minister and there's two other ministers coming as well. So right. to say we're not interested in loud is wrong. And and you might well, like I to paint my, things I'm, one way, but let's paint the facts there. No, no, so no. The facts are that the Gearing report has been implemented yeah. and as regards the person mm. that was appointed yeah. and, 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 and your commentary on him, He's a former assistant secretary general of the Department of Education. Department of Education. I know that, yeah. And, well, yeah. Hold on a second. I'm just wondering what, that, what the I former assistant know. general secretary of the Department of Education knows about drugs. Maybe he knows an awful lot about drugs, well, but he does he? Where is he? Why, uh, why, uh, has the Department of Education offered this individual to this radio station to ask questions about his knowledge of the drugs or, or the problems associated with the drugs? My kid, my kid. He's only appointed yesterday. I know that. So I've no doubt, and I said to your lady this morning, that I would make direct contact uh, with the department. I'm not taking issue with you That's at all, Ferguson. Thank, thank, thank you, thank you. For for the record, for the record, Ferguson. Thank thank you for making those calls. That's great. That's really appreciated. No, but I'm happy to make them. But, uh, but I didn't know. I, I didn't know. But does the minister know where draw it is? Does the minister know the work that Helen McEntee put into this? Does the minister not know that the people listening to this program are the people who are affected by these issues? When you finish your your, your commentary, there, you'll keep talking. If you look, if you read the minister's speech. She says, as I'm quoting, in relation to Drada, uh, what she's doing there, she's appointed the uh, Martin O'Brien, the chief executive of the Loudmead Education Board, yeah, is going to host new structures to deliver service in Drada. Mm. The Drada Implementation Board will be chaired uh, by a Drada man, Michael Coe. So I don't know why you're making so little of these very fine Okay, well, well, well ju- ju- just again, I'm not making little of anything. Just because this you is are, far too serious. Are, no, 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 it's are. not. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Don't play politics with... Well, don't, please don't play politics with me. Please don't no, play politics with me. Please. No, you're... No, no. I asked you if the minister was taking this seriously. I didn't play politics with you. I thanked you for making calls on the behalf of the people who listen to this programme. You're playing politics with me. I'm asking you to stop doing that. The minister, by the way, didn't... The minister... Can you please stop talking for a second? Please. Can you just stop talking? Fergus, can you just stop talking for one second? Well, if you talk sense, Michael, I'd certainly listen to you. But when you're talking nonsense, when you say the minister doesn't know where Drogheda is, I'm a, no. telling you in her speech last night she did, what she said about Where did she make the speech? Well, in the, her speech in the doll, the doll, the speech that she was to give. I, I, I didn't know she wasn't going to be there, but I got a copy of her speech in front of me. And that's, and, and that's, that, that is in it. 
and she's in. Is that the press release? Is that the press release or the speech? No, it's the speech, Michael. Okay. Yeah, the speech. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rory Merkel. Hold on. I don't like to hear that. It doesn't suit your narrative. But the truth is, the narrative is this. But there's no narrative. Stop it. Will you there please stop attacking me? Please. Please, that's... You're attacking me, Mark. I have not attacked you at all. I thanked you for making calls on behalf of the people who listen to this programme. Rory Murku, thank you as well for being so patient listening through all of this. Uh, yeah, that's another pejorative po- common, Michael. Political tic-tacking. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what you're at now, Michael. I'm trying to be clear and honest and truthful and to tell you that the government are absolutely concerned and are acting on the crime in Drogheda. And yeah. that's what well, let me ask Rory Muraku a question then. Uh, what do you make of what you've been listening to there, Rory Muraku? It sounded like well, a lot of political... Uh, yeah, well, see the positives, Michael, I would take of it. Obviously, the minister is going to uh, be in the constituency on Monday. Mm-hmm. I, I believe on the basis of that conversation that you will, uh, well, and should definitely get an opportunity to interrogate her in relation to this, because I think it's fair enough detailing the issues that were dealt with in Drogheda, particularly over yeah. the last three years and the fact that, you know, the statement has come out in relation to the Gearn report. But like Imelda Munster said it last night uh, in the Dáil, um, we do welcome, uh, you know, the fact that the implementation board has been put yeah. in place. I, I accept, you know, maybe there is a need yeah. for questioning in relation to who else will be on it yeah. because you'll need to ensure that you have... Yeah, no, uh, and we, we, with those organizations. Just, just to cut across you, just to cut across you, if I can, we, we had time allocated for the Minister, uh, which the Minister hasn't returned our call. So we're going to give that time to Sinn Féin and hear those contributions that were made in the Dáil last night by you and Imelda Munster in a minute. Uh, but what do you make uh, of the two people who were appointed by the Minister yesterday? I'm not sure if it's uh, two teachers or a, a teacher and a civil servant, uh, but uh, you'd wonder who else is going to be in touch with this because I'm not sure that young people would look to teachers for advice and guidance if they're the kind of young people who are going down the road of taking drugs or selling drugs. We need to ensure whoever is on this board has connectivity with those organisations and those community activists that are operating within the areas, particularly the areas of need. You know, and that's the same across this state. It's the same in Dundalk and Drogheda and any major urban setting that you can think of. And that's just what needs to happen. Now, I would say I would have a knowledge of Martin O'Brien. I believe mm. he's a very, very competent uh, man and obviously organiser. And it's a matter, I suppose, of ensuring that uh, a system is put in place Great. and they involve mm. all those necessary stakeholders. Great. Well, I, I don't have a knowledge of the individual. I'm just po- pointing out no, no, uh, the, the roles that are coming from it and that there's a disconnect between teachers and young people. Oh, 100%. And see, unless that we have an outworking of this in relation to actions that, you know, that relates to people uh, and organisations and community activists that yeah. do have relationships with people. Yeah. I know even unofficially in Dundalk at times when I'm dealing with particular issues, I don't go to state services as a first no, point no, of view. Of I you go don't. straight yeah. to certain community yeah. activists yeah. that have far more knowledge and, and even that are used sometimes yeah. by the state services because we don't have the state services yeah. that we require in relation to youth services, addiction services, okay. any of that. We're Listen, I, I, I'm, 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 going, I'm going to give the time that we had given uh, or allocated to the Minister to Sinn Féin in a moment. Uh, Fergus O'Dowd wants to get in. And Fergus, uh, you know, I mean, you can't talk for 10 minutes now, okay? So if we say 90 seconds, uh, you, you may, may, maybe, maybe, maybe then you can say that teachers aren't disconnected from young people. But go ahead. Uh, no, I think, Michael, you've been very biased this morning. And I'm sorry, but that's for your listeners to judge. I form my opinion on teachers, and I think teachers are absolutely dedicated, committed people 
And if you know anything about young people, they all go to school and they all have teachers that know them and know their families and work extremely hard for them. And I worked for 27 years as a teacher in the Red Mountain, Phineas Park, Paul's Grove area. Mm. So you're coming and at it from a certain the, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Now, mm. I think he's wrong. That's a subjective and opinion. The other, and they dedicate, forget about myself, I know the teachers I worked with, mm. they dedicated their lives oh, yeah. to, their, to their children mm. Mm. And, and they are totally committed. Mm. And I think they're hugely They're disconnected important. from the drugs problem, Fergus, whether you know no, it or not. Right. If you don't know it, if you don't know it, I, I, no, I, I don't know right. what to say to you. No, because they know the families and they know the families that are in trouble. No. And indeed, the most people that have been on to me are, in fact, about this issue, are teachers. And one of the good things that has happened is that in the Guerin report, he recommended for three named schools additional teacher resources. And those teachers have mm. been have been allocated. Yeah. And the school principals are delighted because they need those teachers, full-time people, to work with those children and those families. Now, okay. they're not the only people that need to be there. We need community workers. We need community guardians. Okay. We need to support all of those people. We need people uh, with knowledge of sports, arts, culture, yeah. and so on. We need people who know what it's like to smoke a joint or take a line of coke or, we, or, or who know people who've done that or who know people who've died from drugs or who are involved in boxing or sport or music or fashion or skateboard things or youth clubs who come from working class areas or, or know people who come from working class areas who are black or who know people who are black. Children, children come from all walks of life, yeah. so do teachers. And their backgrounds are not monochrome. And they're all different. We're all different. But we all have the one idea, is that we love to make sure that our children do well, all of our children, that they get the jobs they need and they're entitled to. I know to that, yeah. And they get the mm. advice and help. It's the ones who are, are, and, and are slipping through the net, Fergus. This Michael, is the point. You need, you need to learn. You need to learn more. And maybe you should, you should talk to some of, of, of people who are in trouble, uh, who have got in trouble, whether the schools have them or not. You have you have school liaison officers mm. who actually do a job. We're is, talking about the ones who step through the nest. Hold on a second. To go out into the homes and to talk to the families, the mums and dads, brothers and sisters of the children who mm. aren't coming to school yeah. because of drug and other problems. Yeah. And I, I think you have no idea of the commitment and dedication. That oh, okay. Have. Yeah. All right. Okay. But I think there's a disconnect uh, to it some degree, but uh, we'll agree it to disagree. To Thank it you very much. I'm out of time. Thank you very much indeed, though, for joining us on the programme this morning to both of the TDs who are representatives for Louth and East Mead, Fine Gael's Fergus O'Dowd and Sinn Féin's Rory O'Murakou. Michael Reed on LMFM. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.